Today, as we come to celebrate Trinity Sunday, it's known among priests and preachers as the worst Sunday to preach. And I was hoping today to give this off to the deacon to preach, but he is nowhere to be found today. So I'm going to attempt to do my best to speak on the Trinity. The Trinity and even in all of our lives is something challenging and difficult to understand, to grasp, to comprehend. We hear all these arguments, these sayings that we have within the church to begin to attempt and to grasp at what it means to be the Trinity. One of the common phrases we get is one nature, two processions, three persons, four relations, and five notions. Did anyone understand what any of that actually meant? One nature, two possessions, three persons, four relations, five notions. The Trinity in our lives become a mystery and something that is difficult to understand. And we sometimes classify it and categorize it as something that is impossible to explain. And therefore, it's not important for us, and it's difficult, it's too hard. So let's just throw it out the window and forget about it. But if we forget about the Trinity, then we lose fact and lose the importance and significance of the celebration we come to gather today. The celebration of Trinity Sunday is not for us to try to grasp and understand completely the mystery. But the word mystery is not something that is nearly impossible to understand or to grasp. But mystery is a concrete something that when you bump into it, it puts you in contact with the divine. As we look at the relationship of the Trinity, we begin to see and find how we ourselves come in contact with the divine. That divine, that divinity we encounter is God's love for each and every one of us. So let's look at the Trinity. Let us look at how that something, that relationship, allows us to come in contact with the divine. And what does that mean for you and I, and how do we live that out in our daily life? God the Father and his relationship to the Son is a relationship of love. We hear in our gospel reading today, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son. Why would he love us? What is there about us that is so valued, that is so worth being loved by God? That he sends his only begotten Son into the world and we find as we look at Jesus' life leads to death on the cross. What is so valued behind that that he sends his Son? The reason for that is the fact of that love. You may look at me funny to say that why is it that love, that same love that led Jesus to the cross is the same love we're meant to have and meant to be. Track back with me back to the beginning of time, to the creation of the world. Everything was created and what did God say at the end? It was good. 
that goodness was meant to be in relationship, be in a loving relationship with God. And that's where it was meant to be, and that's where we were supposed to be from the beginning. But instead, through original sin, through the fall of Adam and Eve, we inherit the struggle, the challenge, the inability to recognize and to love God. So Jesus, in that reciprocal love with God the Father, wanted to become man and chose to become man because he wanted us to all together participate in that love that he has with the Father. Look at it from our own perspective. If we love something or in such a loving relationship with someone, don't you want to share that with others? Don't you want people to participate in that love? Don't you want people to be a part of that love? If that is the case within our own lives, then why could God not want all of us to participate in that same love he has for his son and the same love his son has for the father? So he sends his only begotten son to bring us all back into that loving embrace, into that loving fold of God the Father. The challenge that faced and the challenge that comes about from that is Jesus walked the earth 2,000 years ago. We talk about Jesus through scripture, through tradition, through the church. But I don't know about you, but I haven't met Jesus face to face yet. And I hope not to meet him soon, because if that's the case, then well, I, I may be in bigger trouble than I think I am. But we come to encounter the Holy Spirit, who remains with us 2,000 years later to guide, to watch, and to walk with us. He is the advocate the one who is there to advise, to help us, to get us on that right path in its proper relationship, in its proper context. So we now understand what the Trinity is, is about. The Trinity is a th one God, two natures, three persons of a relationship. A relationship in which we are meant to be, to share, to participate in. But what are we to do as we come to celebrate Trinity Sunday? One of the challenges we have when we speak of love is what I want. I want to be loved the way I want to be. How can we love someone if it's my way or the highway? How can I love someone if I can't open myself up and allow myself to be vulnerable, to allow someone to enter into my life and allow someone to know who I truly am from within? The brokenness, the imperfect, the challenges, the struggles, the ups and downs of life become what is lovable about us. But it's me. I want to be loved my way. If it's not my way, it's the highway. So then how are we going to enter into that loving relationship with the Trinity? If my will is not the will of the Father, if it's not what God wants for me, I'm not going to live it out. If it's not the will of the Father to work in and through me, I'm not going to do it because it's not my way. 
So as we come to celebrate the Trinity, as we come to celebrate Trinity Sunday, we begin to look at ourselves. How are we living out that loving relationship that is illustrated for us in the relationship of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? How well are we living out that life of love? Jesus models that for us through his journey to the cross. If we love someone so unconditionally, we will give everything up for it. We will offer everything up to make sure that everyone knows that this is what I want. Pick one of your favorite things. When the iPhone was first released, people, millions of people were already in line days and days in advance. Years ago, Black Friday, people would get there Thursday morning to get in line to get the Black Friday deals. So what was important for those people? They wanted to get the deals. They were going to do everything they can to get those Black Friday deals. They were going to do everything they can to get the first iPhones in production. They did everything they can for those things. So what are we doing to enhance and to live out God's love in our life? Are we doing everything we can to live our lives to the cross? To conform our life to the death of our Lord Jesus Christ? Or is it better to be inconvenienced? Or is it better to do it my way? Or is it better to do it when I want it to or when it's easy? Finally, the Holy Spirit. The love that is shared between God the Father and God the Son which is the fruits of that love. Is our life, our relationship with the Lord bearing fruit? Is it showing through how we act and interact with each other? Because if it is through love, we see everyone as brothers and sisters, no matter race, no matter sexuality, no matter ethnicity, no matter economic level. We see each other as brothers and sisters created in the image and likeness of God. And first and foremost, are deserving of our love. And our actions, our words, therefore should reflect that love. But if I sit around and walk like this, that's not going to show love. If I walk around unhappy, Pity me, pity me, my life is horrible. How are people going to see God's love? If we sit around complaining and griping all the time, how are people going to see God's love in and through us? So my dear brothers and sisters, as we continue our Eucharistic celebration, approaching the altar of love, approaching the altar in which Jesus gives up of himself for us, let us enter into that relationship with the Trinity, a relationship with God the Father, of an unconditional self-sacrificial love of ourselves to God every day and every moment. Let us strive to love unconditionally. Let us strive to bear fruit every day and every moment of our life.